Well, hello, my fine feathered friends. It's another fine, fun episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South. With your most favorite host with the most, Stephen LeBooth. The guy with the creeps. The man with the peeps. The man who tells the spookiest stories around. And I got some good stuff for you today again. And it's across the pond from London and in England. All that area over there. So, but if you're wondering why my co-host isn't here today, Lexi isn't here because um, she hasn't been feeling good. She's been sick, so she's off work. She has to stay at the house. She ain't got COVID or nothing. She's just been real sick, and she got the stomach bug because she works at a um, daycare. So, But I'll send uh, shouts out to her from you guys, but... Hope you guys are having a good day, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> I hope you are ready for some skittles, skittles, tollies. I got a pretty good one to start off with. So, and a lot of these are from London, the England, United Kingdom area, however you word that exactly. Sorry if I'm butchering it. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody's having a good day and uh, hope your work week's going great, man. But sorry for the late late uh, posting. Lexi, like I said, got sick and she came. She called me today and said, "Just go ahead and record without me today." And so we'll do that, guys. Well, I guess we'll get on with the shindig here. And I do want to say thank you uh, to everybody who listens and downloads and all that. And don't forget, you YouTube guys watching this on YouTube, go uh, give me a thumbs up, subscribe. Uh, same thing for you guys listening and y'all can come on YouTube and watch the videos. I'm starting to post more videos. Me and Lexi are to get more, uh, people, uh, looking at us, noticing us, but we do love you guys. And, uh, thank you for your, uh, undivided attention that you give us. Hope we don't disappoint. All right. I guess I'll get on down with it here. Let me write my time down. Okay, we're going to go with the Tower of London, the ghost of the Tower of uh, Tower of London. There's a headless ghost, there's a suffocating sensation, and a uh, wandering woman in white. That seems to be a key in a lot of just anything. A woman in white. I mean, that's very famous, I guess is the word I'm looking for. It's It's in a lot of the stories, man. Okay, here we go. From headless ap- headless apparitions of Anne Ballen to the distrust of the two murdered princesses, tall tales of tall tales of many Tower of London ghost. <coughs> of course, since since being founded in. Uh, Get this, one thousand. Uh, I don't know how you'd say this in years. Uh, year one thousand sixty-seven is when it was founded. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. So it was ten sixty-seven is when it was founded. The tower has been more than. Oh, the tower has seen more than its fair share of ghostly happenings and chrisly deaths. Even so, its uh, depth and breadth 
of uh, creepy stories which alarms most visitors. From nasty smells to ice cold rooms to mischievous poltergeist and death 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 bears and stories of acceptable and stories of examples of the uh, Tower of London's ghost okay okay let's start off with what's the first ghost here okay many famous figures have been seen and untimely deaths in the uh, Tower of London in 1483, two young princes were infamously murdered in the tower, with their murderer remaining with their murder remaining unsolved still to this day. I think this is uh, where they they didn't find the bodies till later. They found the skeletons, but yeah, they was in this tower and they disappeared. It's fucking crazy. I don't know if y'all have heard about this one, but yeah, it's two princes. What they think is what happened. The uh, their uncle, because I guess he would get power if they weren't alive. So he locked them in the tower and had them killed, supposedly. But no one ever, you know, tried to uh, find out who really did it or what. So many, many, uh, many other tales of the Tower of London's uh, ghost involve and. Balin. Anne was a uh, course and um, uh, Anne was of course imprisoned in the tower and beheaded in 1536. Mmm. That's a good way to start off a relationship. I love you, but I'm gonna behead you. It said that her headless torso paces through the tower at night and it's mostly frequently spotted in the chapel of the St. Pierre where she was uh, buried following her execution. In 1864, it's recorded that a soldier guarding the tower saw the terrifying headless figure of Anne panicked and tried to stab it with his bayonet but the dagger, of course, went straight through in her ghostly fig went straight through her ghostly figure, and the soldier fainted from the uh, fright and was about to uh have a meltdown for oh was about to be uh in trouble for being asleep on duty. Because when they found him, he was, you know, asleep, passed the hell out because he got the shit scared out of him. Well, think about it. He's sitting out there minding his own business and, yeah, that's crazy. However, many other guards came forward and claimed they'd also seen the ghost of Anne uh, whistled at night. Uh, many other guards claimed they also seen the ghost of Anne at night, too, on duty. As a result, the soldier was left off. So he didn't get in trouble because other people came up and they're like, well, don't do it again. Other people said it happened to them, but yeah, yeah, see. 
Okay, that was Miss Ann. Now we're going to go with the unhappy haunt. An unhappy haunt. The ghost of Anna and her uh, retunal in St. Peter's Chapel. There's another famous story of Anna Bolin's, uh, Bolin's, Bolin's ghost in the tower. Sorry, I'm flipping pages, man. Trying to grab one and I'm grabbing two at one damn time. And uh, Anna's body was originally buried beneath the floor of the St. Pierre's uh, Chapel in 1876. Queen Victoria ordered that the bodies, bodies in the chapel should be exhumed and burned. Oh, and buried more appropriately. A short while later, one of the captains of the guards was uh, patrolling the tower at night and he saw a strange flickering light in the chapel. <coughs> he climbed to one of the windows and pressed his face against the glass and he was amazed at what he saw. Inside the chapel, he saw a procession of lords and ladies and knights in armor. At the center of the festival was a small dec uh, decorated dressed woman Later, he identified her as Anne. He remained at the at the window, transfixed by the strangers in otherworldly scenes. After a few minutes, the lights of the chapel faded, and the precision of ghosts disappeared into thin air. The captain of the guards was left uh, gazing through the window of of a dark, empty old church. Oh, didn't mean to block you there. You need to see my pretty face. The infamous uh, entranceway of the Traitor's Gate, some of the uh, tower's most famous prisoners entered, uh, via, entered through here, and many did not make it out alive. Now we're going to go to the uh, Mystery White Woman in Castle Keep. In Castle Keep. Okay. The White... The White Tower is effectively the keep at the heart of the Tower of Le of London. I almost said Landon. <laughs> the leaning, the Tower of Landon. Landon! Oh, Landon, I love you so much, you son of a... Come here, baby. All right, let's get back to the story. Almost every castle keep in England seems to be haunted by a common ghost. A specter of a woman either dressed in white or black robes. Uh-huh. See, she likes to change it up there. She's like, what do you think, honey? Should I go haunting tonight in white or black? What do you say? That's <clears throat> woman or that's woman that's white woman or a black woman featured in countless stories. They haunt all manner of the castles from Warwick to Goodrich to Tomworth to Leeds. Okay. 
They fly over tower is a. They say the woman in the uh, white, in the uh, the woman in white is the uh, spookier uh, of all the ghosts. Some visit some visitors only glimpse a a uh, get a glimpse. Oh, some visitors get a glimpse big uh, glimpse of the uh, woman in white. Just in the corner of their eyes. A lot of them never get full contact, like eye to eye or anything. It's just at the corner of their eye they'll see it. Then, quite suddenly, they smell the terrible smell of an old, overpowering perfume. This is the White Tower. The ghost of the White Woman is said to haunt these this place. Some visitors have smelt the. Uh, nasty aroma of her perfume and felt her tap on their shoulder. Some visitors then described the feeling of the world closing around them and the chills run from their neck down to their spine. That's just spiny crazy. In recent years, tourists of the tower even was <clears throat> I? even uh, reported the sensation that something is tapping them on the shoulder when they turn around there's nothing there just a just a just a wisp of a white which disappears into the uh, air all right now where we're going to talk about i guess somebody else now here's the story of Edmund Lenthal Swift. He was the keeper of the crown jewels between 1814 to 1852. He lived inside the Tower of London with his family. The family jewels. He was guarding the family jewels. He recorded a truly spooky experience one night in his own words. It was a Saturday night in October. It was a, and he said it was about the uh, witching hour, so it was about midnight. He was the jeweler of the house, the uh, doleful prison of Anne Bolin. The uh, windows were closed. The curtains were were pulled over, you know, and the room was uh, lit by a couple of candles. His family, uh, they were seated with him. This is uh, this is one of the most uh, derogative ceilings. Oh, derogative! Oh, derogative ceilings of the uh, tower's most notorious spots, the Bloody Tower. Suddenly, something very odd happened. Let's hear it exactly in his own words. He said, My mother looked up and ex uh, exclaimed, Good God, what is that? I looked up and saw a, a central, centrical figure like a glass tube seemingly about the uh, thickness of my arm. It was hovering between the ceiling and the tables. The contents appeared to be dense fluid, white and pulsy, like the gathering of 
summer clouds instantly rolling and modeling within the cylinder. <laughs> it lasted a couple of it lasted for about two minutes. Then it became slow then it became slowly to move before my sister in law sorry didn't mean to pick the nose on the old chenna. I didn't pick it, I'm just kidding. Where was a gathering? Okay, by his sister-in-law. Following the oblong shape of the table, before my son and myself passing behind my wife, it paused for a minute over her right shoulder. Instantly, they crouched down, and with both hands covering their shoulders, she shrieked out, Oh, Christ, it has sized me. Even now, while writing, I feel freshly horrified of that moment. That's crazy. So this was a story of the jewel keeper telling uh, what he encountered. Sorry, uh, someone texted me. I'm fixing to talk. I was just, uh, I got sidetracked, and I'm so sorry. Okay. That was a pretty cool little story. So that was a jewel keeper. He tended the family jewels. <laughs> little perverty guy there. Deadly version of the devilish. Okay, here's a story of the deathly vision of a devilish bear. Okay, let's see what all that's about. And I don't know why I did. Oh, because that does not go there. Make sure I got the right thing here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just days after the strange event. Okay, wait. That wasn't fucking it. I got my shit mixed up here. Well, you know what? I'll talk about... This is still all the uh, Tower of London stuff, so I'll go with I'll go with this guy. This will be the last uh, Tower of London story. We're gonna go over the spirit of Henry the Fifth and his armor. The most popular. Okay. The old armor of Henry V is said to be uh, possessed by a particular mobulent ghost. This is in one of the towers, too. To explain over the years, many guards have reported horrible sensation when patrolling the Tower of London at night. Different men and women have described the feeling of dread. Dread or of chills running through their spine when entering a particular chamber. However, some guards have told of truly horrifying experiences. Some describe walking into a room and feeling like they are being crushed alive. Some say it feels like a demon has jumped from the ceiling and has wrapped its arms tight around their chest. It's trying to suffocate them, they say. Otherwise, 
Others, oh, others say the say that it feels like an invisible monster trying to, to trying to strangle them. They felt the oh, they felt the tight grip of hands around their neck and have stumbled, gasping for oxygen into another room. Man, see, I don't know how I'd feel if I got attacked by a ghost or something. That would be so crazy. Now the question now they wonder does now they wonder does a terrible suffocating demon inhabit the king armor king henry's armor <coughs> you never know but they managed to escape the room but also they also come away with bright red marks on their neck too so they get squeezed to death and they get slashed you know that's crazy getting a but I mean, old stuff like that. You don't know how many wars, wars, not wars, but battles that armor's been in, or anything like that. I mean, how much? I mean, God, how much blood has been spilt on that thing? You never know, man. You never know, Frankenbean. Okay. Let's see what we got next for my fellas and my ladies. Did I already do this or not? Okay. Okay, here's another one. Now, this one probably won't be as long. But, it'll be good. How'd y'all like the Tower of London stories? That was pretty good. I mean, the buildings like that, man, with the history, that thing's been there since 1067. So you know it's got so much history, so much death there. There's no telling how many spirits are in a place like that. Especially, that's why I kind of like digging into that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the stories in the States. But they're not as, some some of these, bleh. Our stories are not the, not as old as some of these uh, buildings and stuff over there that have so much history in them. I mean, some of the pubs over there are older than America. I mean, damn. That's old. Alright, we're gonna go with... Our next story is the ghost of Father Benedictus at Westminster Abbey. The resting place of kings is Westminster Abbey. It is one of the largest churches in England. And over the years it has uh, acquired a rep reputation of being, haunted, of being haunted. It sits in central London next to the House of the Parliament. Which is like their government. You know how uh, we have our White House and Washington. That's their government the parliament the abbey is the uh venue for coronations royal weddings burials its uh origins date back to the 10th century how's about that for you that whole place just has so much history and it's so old Oh, okay. Number of ghosts allegedly haunt the Abbey. 
These include a spectacle, a spiritual soldier who is said to do mischief next to the tomb of the unknown warrior, as well as John Bradshaw, the seventh century judge who passed the death sentence on the dispo the deposed King Charles I and now supposedly haunts the uh dinery. Other report the uh other reports are the pho- the phenomenal the phenom the ghost include a particular door that opens a ghost that opens one of the doors and it's uh lights get switched on and off suddenly by themselves however the most famous ghost of uh, westminster abbey is the is that one of a monk known as father benedictus where the spirit acquired his name is unclear Although he is thought to have been Benedict Benedictine monk one on account of the habit he on the uh habit he is wearing. The monk is said to be friendly and his story has become one of the legends of most var- uh, it's one of the Biggest legends of uh, London's landmarks is its monk. <coughs> Sorry, guys, if I'm butchering this shit. Sorry if the show ain't that good. I'm just, I'm kind of dead without doing it without Lexi here. I'm kind of like <laughs> dead in the water. But there were several sightings of this ghost monk back in the 20th century. The earliest dates back to the 1900s when two young ladies noticed a tall lean figure in a monk's uh, habit with a promounting forehead standing near their closeteers observing them and then he disappeared. They watched the mysterious figure again several minutes before it stepped back and disappeared directly into the wall. The Westminster Abbey has played most to has played host to many uh, royal weddings over the years. Blah blah blah. I've already read all that. Okay, the monk was uh, also witnessed on two separate occasions in the 1930s. First of these in 1932, it was particularly dramatic two american tourists uh, relayed how they had encountered a monk describing an apparition as it appearing lifelike it also spoke to them the somewhat bemostrous tourist had um, uh, assumed this was an actual person describing him as rather entertaining the monk went on to recount how he lived in the time of Henry V and had been stabbed to death by robbers. Although there is a particular, particularly, it was a particularly gruesome murder at the at at, at the Abbey in the end. Uh, it was a gruesome murder in the Abbey in nineteen in thirteen seventy eight. There are no records of a monk being killed there in the 16th century. 
Yeah. Well, at least he's a cool ghost, though. At least he ain't fucking squeezing the shit out of you and, you know, giving you red marks on your back. That's just, man. But he talks to you. That'd be weird, though. See, I'd ne I, man, I, God, I'm sorry. I, my hands are flying. I'm nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh. But I hope y'all enjoyed that little story of the priest. Okay, we got that one of the priest. Now, you know what? Them two were pretty long. I am going to just save these two for our next podcast with Lexi. And what I'll do is I will go through and I'll find some old stuff for us to go through so you guys don't go away. I have some more stuff for you. All right? That's what I'll do. Well, no, I'll take that back. I'll just keep this on a short show. Mm, excuse me. A short show today. I just feel weird without Lexi here. I ain't feeling it today. You ever get that feeling, guys, when you're trying to do something and you just ain't feeling it? You know what I mean? It's not y'all. No, it's not you guys at all. You guys are my fans. I love doing this for you guys. It's just weird without Lexi here. But... I'll go on a little rampage and wrap it up, but I hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's being safe. Uh, we're go. Uh, everything's getting open back up, getting back to normal. We're gonna keep on busting out these shows. One night we're gonna do one uh, special one around the fire. So I think that'd be great. Sorry, this one's a short one. I know we're usually we're longer, but man, I just can't get into it without Lexi here today. I'm trying to give you a good show and shit, but I'm sorry if I'm not. Uh, but you guys, like I said, you be good always to me. Uh, remember on YouTube, hit them like buttons, uh, subscribe buttons. Same thing on Spotify, Stitcher, everything else, guys. Uh, keep uh, downloading, keep hitting them buttons, and uh, we'll keep uh, doing these podcasts. I love doing them, but I just ain't feeling it today. I'm sorry, but it has been fun. I hope you enjoyed my stories today. Sorry if I was off. But we're going to start doing more YouTube videos too. Uh, but go check that. You can go back and check our other episodes out on Spotify. We're pretty much on Stitcher, iHeart, Pandora. Um, only thing we're really not on yet is Podcast One, Westwood One. But we're pretty much on every everything else. I mean, we're pretty solid everywhere else. So, But you guys, I'm sorry for the short show. But I hope them two scaries were... Them two st uh, stories were pretty scary for you, my little keepies. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. But you guys be good. We will see you later. Remember now, uh, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Patreon. We are everywhere. I'm going to get a GoFundMe page going. Maybe y'all can help the podcast out a little bit there. I'll give you more information about it when I get it going. Uh... That's about it. But you guys, don't be too scared now when you tuck yourself in. <laughs> this has been Ghost Stories Told from the South with your host, Stephen LaBooth. And I hope you kids are going to be uh, having a good day and have fun. Now you go have fun and scare the people. The people, I can't even talk. But uh, we'll see you later, guys. Bye.